Hey, hey, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Angular Air. I'm your host, Justin Schwarzenberger, and today we are going to be talking about cre creating and maintaining documentation. Uh, but before we get started, let's have a little announcement about uh, the upcoming Angular Up conference. Angular Up is one of Europe's largest Angular conferences, brings together international and local speakers, and will also include a magical two-day tour to explore the beauty of Israel. So this event is going to be held on June 25th in Tel Aviv, and more info can be found on angular-up.com. And you can use a special code, angularair, all one word, and get a 10% discount on tickets. So check that out if you're interested in going. All right, joining us on our show today, we got a couple panelists. We got Alyssa with us. Alyssa, what's going on? Hi. And I like your cat. And we got Austin, the Talking Panda. How's it going, guys? And our guest for today, we've got Vincent joining us. Vincent, how's it going? I'm fine. Hi, guys. And we have Wasim joining us. Wasim, how's it going? Hello, guys. Doing well. Thanks for having us. Yes, thanks for coming on. All right. So we're talking documentation, right? Um, so. What are we talking about when we need it? We're talking about documenting our code, our Angular code. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, I guess. Uh, yes. All right. And we, uh, are we talking documenting everything, like uh, the code, class code, um, services, stuff like that, documenting how we use the code and implement the code? Um, what do we want to kind of focus on first? Uh, what thing do you want to start on? So I guess, yeah, it's like, um, to put it easy, it's like Javadoc, but for Angular. <laughs> mm -hmm. And um, at the end, you get a bundle with everything inside, like every component, every service, every pipe you document with some nice extra features uh, by CompuDoc, which Vincent uh, is going to talk about, uh, like this nice um, <clears throat> dependency graph, but also some is the dependency graph in Minecraft? <laughs> no. <laughs> but you also have like something like, like the coverage of your documentation as well. We'll talk about this uh, later. OK, so this is, uh, this is like auto-generated documentation for us based on some stuff that we put in our code? Yes, that's true. Yes, it's based on a general code um, commands you put on your code and a, a JSDoc tags uh, you also add uh, on um, on your code. And after um, the tool generates uh, static pages uh, for um, for the, your documentation. Okay, cool. So uh, you mentioned JSDoc, right? So that's something for people that may not be familiar. I believe it's. Um, you're putting kind of comments and stuff in your code that ha that can be read to identify things like uh, method parameters, method signatures, uh, properties, things like that on your code. Is that correct? Yes, but uh, the, the problem with GSDoc is that sometimes uh, the information in the GSDoc tags are not uh, dated with the code, for example, sometimes. And, uh, the tools use uh, use the TypeScript parser and the compiler, so um, the main informations are used by uh, types or are in the code and not uh, not JSDoc tags. We just support the JSDoc tags supported by TypeScript, who are uh, returns, uh, maybe params, uh, example, etc. But not all the JSDoc tags uh, available. And, it, um, and it's better, and it's better because most um, of the time uh, we have the main and uh, updated information about, for example, parameters or types, etc., with TypeScript. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the Compodac basically under the hood, what it does is like it reverse engineer your Angular application and parses all your TypeScript um, code and extract all the metadata, all the information about types, about parameters, about uh, return types, all the stuff, and like put it into some sort of documentation. It mm -hmm. also, like for instance, uh, reverse engineer all your routes, and then uh, gives you some information about that also. Yes. Yeah, that's 
Is there a lot of custom? Uh, is there a lot of ability to customize like how like what it outputs or how does that uh, work? Not for for the for, for the moment. We just have a static page generated, and uh, you can customize. For example, if you want graph or not, or if you want to display uh, um, exclude some file, etc. But we we need, we will add uh, some extra features uh, uh, during yeah, the next uh, weeks. It's completely doable. It's just on the roadmap, actually. Mm. Gotcha. Cool. What about theming? Does it have, uh, you know, can I make it look like my pretty components website uh, type thing? Uh, we we have now uh, f uh, six or seven uh, general teams are based um, with uh, the the main structure of the um, templates, but uh, maybe uh, there is a, there is an issue in, uh, on GitHub about. Uh, Giving the ability, like uh, TypeDoc, to uh, extend the templates and uh, add a, an, a, an external template uh, or an external team uh, with uh, with uh, during the generation. It's interesting that you bring up TypeDoc. How is how is this kind of different from TypeDoc? I, I guess you know you talked but, about it kind of reverse engineers your Angular components, so it's doing but, you know it's taking TypeDoc to the next level, right? I. Uh, uh, before starting the project, I searching about uh, Angular documentation tool, and the only one uh, available is TypeDoc, but is uh, only um, available for TypeScript projects, and it's not dedicated for Angular. And um, the other main problem for me is um, TypeDoc tried to compile your project before generating the the documentation. Sometimes uh, it, it can breaks, etc. And um, I so I study a TypeScript compiler and I I, I found that it, it can be available to parse and uh, generate like it was in uh, explain the AST of your code without compiling compiling it. So the only for me the only difference between uh, TypeDoc and CompileDoc is um, there there is no compilation of the project and um, it's uh, dedicated to Angular. So you have an um, extra feature like uh, metadata, a template, etc. All the um, environment or ecosystem of Angular. Are you using the Angular compiler or Angular language services to do any of this? No, yeah, just uh, for now we are we are just based on a TypeScript compiler. So yeah, basically um, <clears throat> what Vincent in Stripe to say is. Um, we are just using the TSC, the TS compiler, TypeScript compiler, mm. uh, and not uh, compile your Angular application in AOT mode, you know, um, because of some known issues. So we only analyze like the static information about your code. Um, but actually, we tried. Um, I tried on my side to use the NGC uh, for the the graph dependency um, UI, uh, but it kind of worked because you know all the issues with reference functions, all that stuff in IoT. So for now, we are sticking with TypeScript compiler. But yeah, probably for the future, we might move to uh, both the language service and um, the NGC. Cool. Okay, so we're going to talk about this compo doc, and we're really going to dig into it and, and see it in action. But before we, I think we go further in that, let's talk about why people would want to do this documentation for their code, right? Um, like, why and at what level do people want to do it, and what benefit does it give us, right? We got, let's say we're using TypeScript for our Angular application, and we get this strong typing, and we get things like IDEs and editors that light up as we start to use things like services and, and methods and stuff like that. So now we've got some things like autocomplete and IntelliSense giving us feedback on, on this stuff. Um, where does the documentation fall into play in terms of a valuable asset for us as a team, us as developers, that sort of thing? For, for me, it's, uh, on my side, it's, it's about uh, team, um, team uh, and um, Guys, you are working with us, uh, and uh, when you are working on a team, uh, or maybe you are on the, on the same room, but sometimes you are remote, etc. And uh, having uh, information about the code or uh, your your 
your folk uh, code uh, yesterday, for example, and having information directly uh, in uh, IDE, it's uh, very very easy for with TypeScript. But having on a more uh, deeper view about uh, all the project, about all the components, uh, um, directives, etc., available in the, in your project, it's very uh, for me important because sometimes you are focused on one model, for example. And uh, you want to know uh, what is, uh, for example, the inputs of uh, another component you are using, for example, a shared component, uh, etc. And um, it's better to have this uh, main view of the, the app. And for example, and um, and also for open source projects, uh, etc., or who are giving um, a sharing code uh, online. So I, yeah, can I think add a, another aspect that starts to surface itself there is that, um, you know, whatever code you're using in your IDE or editor at that given moment, you get this IntelliSense or autocomplete, right? But it's those other things that you, you don't know that's available to your application. Other functions, maybe pipes in Angular or, or other services that you, you want to know about before you go writing that into your component or whatever you're working on, right? And, and the docs give us a way to discover that and understand that about our application, just like you're saying. So yeah, and the docs could also be like for yourself, like for the, your future you, you know? Uh, if you take your code like in six months and try to read it again, like, okay, what was I trying to do in this method? You're so, saying you don't remember everything you ever wrote? <laughs> no. Because like, when you get to work on like many projects at the same time, you like switching context is really really hard, and especially like uh, if you are a consultant like like Vincent and I, uh, we are working with many teams like probably in the same week, <laughs> so you really need to um, try and document like uh, and probably like every everything like every decision you make in your in your code. Especially if it's like a like a weird and bizarre code, you write like mm -hmm. some special formula, or I don't know. <laughs> um, so in this um, in this context, you really need to put some extra information, like in uh, I mean, in language, you know, not 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 in code, unless like you put like explicit variables names, like. 26 <laughs> characters. <laughs> mm. So, do you have any uh, advice for people who like? don't document their apps and they want to get started but it's I mean obviously the app is already in motion so do you just start by trying to over like explain an over hierarchy of this is how things work in our app or would you pull in something like compo doc and like I don't know what do you what do you guys think uh, Vincent you want to take this or Yes, uh, for, for me, I've used the tool for reverse engineering or doing a, an, a big analysis of an external project we yeah. gave to, to my company. And uh, I, I take the tool, generate the documentation, and I, I can have a clear view of uh, what are the main components, uh, the graph, or all the models, etc. And it's uh, a good entry point for, for starting analyze, the analysis of the project. and. Uh, uh, trying to find the, where are uh, the deep uh, the deep code or etc or the main uh, main components. So that would be like an initial. Okay, I want to generate this map of the application. But as far as how you guys are using it in your apps, does it regenerate every time you save, or how how often does it do that? Uh, we we have um, a watch mode. You can, um, for example, start the the, the command, and after uh, in watch watch mode, you every file you update or you add or you delete, uh, the documentation is regenerated. Okay. The, only the part we need, and so it can be a, a mode during, for example, uh, during a, a one hour documentation task. You can have uh, your documentation up to date on your browser and. Focused on what you what documents or commands you are writing, and uh, you can see live in uh, live mode uh, the re rendering in uh, in a browser. Well, that's cool that it only does what I guess is being updated, and not the whole thing. I was thinking it could be pretty slow if every like save or something it's doing the entire sitemap again. But I guess uh, if it's if you said it's only doing what you're updating, right? 
Yes, it, it generates. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, it generates only the file uh, well updated and the dependencies around this file for for now. Okay, but you you can actually with documentation, it, um, you could probably use it in your CI uh, like Travis or Jenkins and have it built in a, in every commit on every um, every release. So uh, you can sure that you have the the latest documentation. But yeah, uh, using a tool like uh, CompuDoc, actually you can have both at the same time, like um, a big overview of your application. If you, are just, if you are just interested in the higher level architecture of your app, uh, which, um, um, which gives you, which, which like the, actually uh, CompuDoc is using a tool under the hood called NGD, which generate the graph, only the graph, not the documentation. So if you're only interested in the higher architecture, you could only use NGD to generate like an image, you know, uh, without any extra information. But with CompuDoc, you can also have like this inner documentation, like on your method level or class level on all the extra stuff. So it gives you both worlds actually. Okay, so I wanna back up for a second. Did it? Did I get clear that I could take CompuDoc and apply it to my existing application and not add any additional documentation right now and get some value out of it right away? Yes, it's, it starts with a TypeScript, so you, yeah. you get uh, metadata from the IST tree, so all, all the types, mm -hmm. uh, interface, uh, class, uh, properties, functions are, are will be available like uh, type dog, but after we had an uh, extra feature uh, dedicated to Angular, like uh, metadata, template, etc. Routes. Uh, routes if, uh, if your app compiles okay with TypeScript today, it should compile with CompuDoc. <laughs> that, that, that's really awesome. And then I'm assuming then as we go forward and we start to start writing more code, we're going to get more documentation, provided we're using TypeScript and everything with that. That, that's, that's, that's a low barrier to entry right there. Yeah, it's, it's called start using it, right? Like, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> the power of the, the tool is uh, based on TypeScript. The, the major feature is TypeScript, uh, which, which should give us uh, the ability to, to, give in, to have um, information and uh, about types, etc., directly uh, without um, adding JSDoc uh, before. In, uh, for example, uh, in uh, Ecmacs Script 6, for example, uh, there is a, a big and a good project called ESDoc, which uses uh, mainly JSDoc uh, under the hood. And uh, the main um, problem is maybe some sometimes tags cannot be uh, dated with the, the types of the code inside the, the property or the function, etc. Nice, nice. So um, what about uh, documentation around implementation usage? So for example, uh, writing documentation that explains how to use this component in different scenarios, right? Like I could use this component with two inputs and, or only one input. You want to show that. Is there a home for that in CompoDoc as well? Or is it mainly just surfacing what the actual code is doing? Uh, we have, we have Two scenarios for that. You can, uh, if the, the the text you want to add is not too long, you can add uh, directly uh, in the comments you you put uh, before the, your um, component uh, metadata. Or uh, we add uh, we have the support of uh, Markdown files. Or if you put a Markdown um, with the same name as the as your component. In uh, in his folder, we have we add a tab, and uh, we uh, we supply the, the markdown the HTML view of uh, your component. So with that, you can explain uh, a bit more uh, what is your pur the purpose of your component, etc. So like one is in line in the component, and one is in a markdown file that's somehow linked yes. to that component. Yes. Yeah, with the same name. Yeah. Oh, it's just the same name, but dot markdown, and then it knows. Like, does it matter where that markdown file is in the app? Like, does it need to be in the same root folder or something? It it's it needs to be in the same folder. But sometimes we have guys uh, who put an issue about um, uh, 
um, putting uh, many components is, uh, in the same folder of, of, for now with support um, um, readme.markdown or uh, the name of the component.markdown. If, if there is more components in your folder, you can, you can use uh, this, uh, this syntax. So I think Compodoc should be flexible about this, uh, mm. this decision. So probably could support both scenarios. Yes. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. I like it. Um, so I assume that it. So I assume that it doesn't work with ES five, <laughs> Angular. No, no. Uh, we are we are based around TypeScript, so maybe we are uh, in the roadmap. There is support of uh, Angular JS uh, one project with TypeScript, but uh, only with TypeScript. Yeah, today. Uh, the main strength and weakness of CompoDoc is TypeScript, <laughs> actually, because mm -hmm. it only supports TypeScript because we are using TypeScript to extract mm -hmm. all the um, metadata automatically for you, so you don't mm -hmm. have to write all the stuff. Just focus on Im implementation details and um, specific methods uh, documentation. Well, that, that's all right, Austin, because you're pretty confident with TypeScript now, right? So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm coming around. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, you guys want to show some stuff? You got some stuff that you can throw up here we can kind of see in action? or uh, Vincent? Yes, maybe I can um, share the, um, the demo of um, the app. Uh, it's uh, the demo um, available on the website. Um, I will share, try to find uh, this, maybe this one. No, uh, not this one, sorry. Uh, try to. Yes. Uh, yeah, maybe. So, so here's this the, is open source, right? It's free. Anybody can go ahead and grab it, right? Yes, I can. Uh, yes, it's uh, on, uh, available on this GitHub uh, URL, and um, the um, we have a, a to do MVC uh, a demo project is based on, um, on uh, it's a project generated with Angular CLI, and we uh, all can show all all the feature of the uh, project. Um, with this demo. So you have now the main view um, of your documentation, which is uh, if it's available on your project, it's a readme uh, at the root of your project. Um, it's, if you have not readme file, you, we can switch to the overview page, where you can see uh, the main view uh, where Wasim was talking uh, before about the graph of your application, all the, there, there is only here the, the module views. There is no um, imports, uh, declaration, etc. here. There is only the models, but it can uh, put the, um, a clear view about uh, what is the structure, what, what are the main uh, models available. And after we have a, a list of uh, what are the, um, um, how many models you have, components, etc., routes, and after you can go deeper in um, in um, inside all the categories uh, with the left menus. For now, we can start uh, maybe with modules. We have a, um, a clear page of uh, a list of all your models available, and after we can browse uh, inside uh, each model to find. Uh, for example, all the declaration, imports, etc. Uh, for the, for this uh, model, there is others where are more information. For example, declaration, etc. And after you is can uh, so, lazy loaded so, modules as well. Lazy loaded routes. Uh, yes, we we will see after. Yes, we support uh, lazy mod lazy mo loaded model, but uh, with a, a few um, um, gotcha for for now. But uh, yes, we can. Uh, all the models are um, 
um, found with a TypeScript uh, parser and uh, files listed in a project. So lazy module only um, are only um, available in um, in the roots page. We will see after. And for each file, uh, you also have uh, an info page, and after you have the you can see the source code of your of the file if you want to find uh, extra information in the code. And after, for each, uh, for example, this module, we have um, a component available, and you can switch to the component view of, uh, for for example, this uh, little component. Um, you can see the uh, like your models. You have uh, general info, the description, and, um, some metadata, and after you can see the source code. Uh, you can have the template of your component. Uh, or which is uh, for, for now it's um, here it's um, an external template but sometimes you have uh, maybe I have one with um, direct template uh, maybe I don't see it's uh, don't remember which one yes and what what Vincent uh, forgot to mention it's all of this is generated automatically for you <laughs> yes that's with one link single line of code <laughs> Yes, with uh, with just uh, one. Uh, yes, you launch the tool, and after you you get all the static uh, pages. And um, for now, yes, we have uh, for this component. It's an inline template in the source code. Of you can uh, switch to. Uh, we have um, the template available in this view, and after you have uh, all the com the constructor of the component, the methods available, uh, properties like you have in TabDoc. You can switch, for example, in, uh, with the, um, the source code to see, uh, for example, uh, the implementation of uh, one property of uh, one function. We have also a um, DOM tree uh, view of uh, the template of your um, your component. For example, for this this one, you can see um, what is the tree of your component in, in the DOM view. Maybe switch to uh, another component for now. We, uh, in the list component, we have um, uh, and a repeat about uh, to-do components. So maybe you can switch and move to this component uh, directly with the graph. And after you can, you have also um, all the the, um, the information uh, we have seen before. The, we discussed before about the README implementation. So here, for now, this component has a dedicated. Uh, um, a markdown file to see uh, the implementation of the component, or just a documentation purpose. Yeah, it's not uh, very, very deep uh, documented, but uh, so that's the markdown file right there. That's yes. to the README yeah. tab, and then if you put something in line, will it also come in on the README tab? No, it's it will be available here. So it's only uh, it's uh, the. Um, the problem I uh, mentioned before, it's if you have a small description, you can put it in, um, when you see the, um, yes, it's, it's this uh, command, which available here in the description. Or you can sometimes, uh, maybe we have one with uh, extra document here for now. This component has information here, you can see. And um, you can um, take this, uh, in this part of the, oh, this page, I see. Yeah, and maybe you can put extra inform and deeper information in an external um, file. For now, so for can I put can I put cat shifties in my documentation and it show up here? Uh, sorry, I don't uh, understand well. Animated gifs. <laughs> ah, gifs. Ah, gifs. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, you you can supply an external uh, folder with screenshots or picture or GIF, and you can put uh, an animated cat in, if you want in your docs, and uh, uh, in uh, uh, embed it in your in your Markdown, like uh, for for now in the, the root Markdown, or just a screenshot of the app, uh, which are embedded uh, like your Markdown syntax. It's a uh, the same as uh, when you are using Markdown in your GitHub or in a, in a specific uh, project, you can uh, yes you can also embed uh, external uh, assets. 
And after we have um, so directives are the same uh, the same view as components. And after you have um, um, general uh, package or folder about cl classes available uh, in your project. For now, we have a, a to do class. It's uh, the same view as uh, you can get in um, TypeDoc, for example, with um, uh, all um, information about properties, the types, uh, documentation about, uh, for example, this uh, fake method. We have a extra feature or extra information here. You can get uh, it in, um, in the info view. You can see if it's a static method, private, etc. And uh, for now, we just have uh, that, but it's um, it can be um, a cool um, view of your all your your class available in your project. We have sometimes links if in, um, for example, here it's an interface of the project. You can have a direct link a link inside, or maybe sometimes I don't remember. We um, if it's um. Uh, a type, um, a general uh, Angular type, we can move to the official documentation uh, with some uh, links. Maybe we'll try to find uh, maybe in to-do store. I don't remember something. We have a Is that a feature that's in there right now? Is the link to the Angular yes. docs? Yeah, yes. Uh, trying to find a file where there is, um, or maybe later we'll try to find it. But um, for, uh, it's like in a, a module view. Uh, sometimes for information, you are switching to the official documentation about the, for example, declaration anchor. And uh, for types, we also, uh, if we parse uh, uh, external extra types and we found there are um, official types of Angular, we, we can uh, link to, uh, to the official documentation. Um, for now, uh, after that, we have um, also um, the services you can um, supply to in your um, application. It's like uh, also before the other file, you have uh, um, properties, functions, etc., and uh, the source code view too. Um, also, uh, after um, general TypeScript, uh, for example, interf interface uh, also available here. It's like you in, in TypeDoc too. And uh, you also have pipes. It's uh, dedicated to Angular. And after we have um, the roots view, the three last pages are general pages about, uh, for now, it's the routing information of your application. So we only support for now um, routes who are uh, writing uh, with um, only uh, no. Uh, we don't support variables in, um, for example, for now in um, uh, routes uh, definitions. If there is a one root which is a, inside a variable which could be imported in your project, we uh, don't support it right now. But we will uh, work on that. Uh, uh, yeah, next week, yeah. <coughs> and also in uh, for for external um, um, for components with uh, sometimes there are main metadata who could be uh, for example uh, dynamic with uh, a variable. We also uh, don't support it right now, but we are all working on it too. But the 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 goal of this page is to also have a clear view of. Uh, what is the structure? What is the routing of your app? You can see uh, the main models, and uh, also this uh, about module is a lazy model, uh, lazy loaded model. So you have uh, this little uh, information here, and after you can uh, go deeper inside the, all the models uh, uh, loading and uh, all the components available. And you can switch to uh, each uh, pages if you want, and you can uh, have and see uh, a quickly are uh, all the routes available in this page. And we'll finish with um, two little pages. We have a mix a page with all the general variables available in your project. Or variable functions, uh, yes, for constants, enums, etc. And uh, we also have uh, added a, 
a clear uh, coverage uh, table about um, what are the files who are well documented and uh, what are the, those were not. Uh, for example, this one, there is a or this one, the, there is not a. What is it counting as like well documented? Uh, we are counting counting all the statements of your, uh, for example, uh, maybe we'll start with another uh, more deep, uh, maybe to-do model, for example. We are counting all the statements about properties, functions, etc. And if each one uh, property or function has uh, um, a doc, a doc um, a comment uh, for, for now, for example, uh, like that, we only uh, incremented uh, a counter about that, and we uh, are only doing uh, this cal calculation. Yeah, it should have this uh, special doc block. Yes. For for now, you, you can see on the table the to do model has uh, eight statement, and there are only uh, five with a doc uh, a comment block. And uh, yes, we also um, add in the calculation the documentation of um, the components of your class, or the extra, uh, the main uh, comments uh, you put uh, at the beginning of your file too. And that's um, and that's it. And also, um, maybe sometimes you can want to f find something. You can uh, search uh, with uh, the search bar and quickly uh, switch to. Uh, to this page if you want. I'm just imagining like how much easier it would have been to jump on new projects with something like this already existing. Just even to see like the routes, right? Like and what's yeah. pointing where is just like so powerful. Yeah. Well yeah, even this on your own app existing is just so <laughs> awesome to know that this tool can do all of this stuff, surface all this stuff, give you visual of all these things auto-generate all this stuff. It's, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Uh, all the stuff you guys have here going on, it's pretty killer. What, um, the, the list on the side right now, uh, it's just kind of like a flat list for components and directives, alphabetical order, is that correct? Is there any, are you guys planning to do any kind of grouping organization on that uh, in terms of maybe modules that they're in or, or anything like that? Yes, we, there is an issue on that. We will try to uh, add an option to group um, and link uh, components with their parent modules. And uh, for now, uh, about module, there is a about component, and we can uh, see the the child uh, components inside, uh, or maybe all the child's uh, declaration available in this module will be listed here and not in the component uh, panel. So we are working on that too. Yeah, this is really, really, really cool. So then, so that, so I'm assuming then with the document, the coverage, the documentation coverage, if I plop this into my existing app right now and I fire this thing up, I'll probably have low documentation coverage because I haven't added any of the comments and stuff. Would that be correct? Well, if you have missing bug blocks, I guess, yeah. Can you uh, show us what some of that documentation that you guys are talking about to get that enhanced, you know, documentation looks like? You know, what I would put in my code type thing? Uh, sorry, Wasim, you want to answer? I was just curious what the, uh, the code um, you know, it's. I, I think yeah, you could show him like sample code, uh, Vincent. But I guess it's just normal doc blocks. You know, uh, the oh, yes, okay. usual comments, <laughs> like multi multi line comments. Yes, for for now, for this um, this information here, you have only these two the two these two lines you put in your code, yeah. and after yes. uh, well, the. Um, when you see the doc, the um, the official doc, the um, about the commands, we have information. The only um, tags we support are returns, param, uh, link. You can use uh, for linking uh, with uh, other components or feature in your app, and example. 
it's the only four tags uh, which uh, TypeScript uh, compiler supports, and you, you can do what you can do what you want with that. Uh, with only this, for, maybe with TypeScript, maybe uh, returns don't don't uh, be um, only, for example, uh, mandatory or or params. You can uh, only. Uh, Add uh, information, uh, just normal text and uh, example or link, and uh, the other information about returns or, or params that are, will be uh, available with TypeScript. Uh, so TypeScript parser. So just uh, two lines of text, uh, which uh, will be also uh, just uh, usual. So what if you have something like? Um like a tutorial or a how to do this thing with our app um, that doesn't really necessarily fall under a single component, would that just go in the overall apps readme or is there another, I don't know, uh, branch inside of CompuDoc that you can add tutorials so, and things like that? So I, uh, your question is good because I have missed to show you something. It's we we also support the ability to give um, the tool, um, for example, um, the structure of um, I will uh, open the the demo project for for watch uh, can directly understand the demo project. There is um, um, an external folder here with uh, external markdowns. We only. Um, we support a structure like um, the, uh, maybe a, a famous tool you know, which is Gitbook, and you s give us a, a summary, uh, which is a JSON about the structure of your external um, little documentation. And after, with all these files, we generated uh, a dedicated uh, menu here when you can uh, navigate inside all the Markdown files you supply and uh, maybe. Uh, Add uh, what you see, what you say. The uh, a tutorial here. We, there is just a list of actions, uh, and uh, I need to add the external external book here. But you can uh, put if you want uh, the tutorial pages here, with just only Markdown files and a little uh, structure inside. Nice. That's awesome. Since you brought up uh, Gitbook, do you guys support plugins like they do? Uh, not right now, but maybe no. you can uh, also add uh, this feature too. <laughs> we just added it uh, recently uh, in, uh, at the beginning of the year. But uh, for now, we are in uh, 1.0 um, beta mode, and we want to try to fix all the yeah. main bugs um, and try to fix and before uh, getting too feature <clears throat> crazy. Yeah, and, uh, yes. to st <laughs> stabilize uh, all the stuff, and I think uh, a tool works very well. Which uh, support variables or more and more scenarios, but uh, parsing parsing uh, static analysis is uh, a very uh, complicated stuff, and uh, our TypeScript helps us very well. But uh, we have to do also uh, extra stuff, uh, extra stuff after, and yeah. um, we need in order uh, to clean you know, clean the data and sanitize all the yes on for now, supporting yes, uh, extra uh, structure or maybe also a big project. We have a little issue with a big, big project with uh, hundreds of uh, components and models. We need to fix that too before adding all the all the other feature. Well, this thing's pretty feature rich right now. I mean, you guys have like, so many things that this thing does. Mm -hmm. It's really really killer. Um, yeah, how did how does it handle uh, when you got a large application? I mean, is that kind of stuff you're dealing with right now in terms of if you've got a ton of components and stuff, is this thing gonna hold up right now or? Yeah, it will, it will, it will work, but maybe you will have uh, maybe one, uh, two, three or four minutes of uh, generation before giving the documentation. Or maybe the initial rendering, and after, if you are in watch mode, there will be a, a delta rendering. But uh, we need to parse all the files before uh, generating the docs. So it can take uh, some time to to generate with uh, tons of uh, models of components. Mm 
or files. And, yeah, and again, sense. here, actually, we're relying on TypeScript compilation um, speed, you know, so. Mm. But then in the UI for, like, the display of all that component tree and everything all at once, does that handle a lot of them in there? Um, I guess for now, uh, there was and there's still an issue with the, the graphs, actually, um, because even if, as you could see, like from all the the modules, components, tabs, um, we only show like the main information. But because um, when I actually when I yeah when I started working on NGD, which is this tool that shows a graph, actually like it shows everything, like <laughs> like hmm. exports, import, directive, services, and it's really not readable. Um, by the way, I'm still working on it, so um, like in order to um, outputs a readable graph, actually, like not in tree uh, representation, but probably another representation. Um, so for now, uh, with Compodec, you, you can only target what you want to like um, highlight. So I guess it should be readable, but if you go into the overall view, um, yeah, you need to zoom in, zoom out in order to. <laughs> to yes, uh, we are uh, in the examples of uh, NGD. Uh, NGD, we have uh, this file for now, or maybe uh, there are SVG, but uh, it's big, big, uh, and also our horizontal graph, and uh, so not very uh, easy to navigate inside. Uh, yeah. So uh, um, maybe one of the. Uh, remaining task is to rewrite NGD and um, figure out a nice way to um, mm. represent the graph. Um, so, yeah, probably I can like ask you guys to uh, send us on Twitter your ideas on how you would like to represent the graph. Like, I know there is some special graphs. Like, I've been studying like all the libraries recently. Um, and all the UX uh, that are uh, needed to represent a readable graph with a decent amount of information, like radial or I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's not I've an easy done, task. I've actually done quite a bit of work with graphs. So I was actually looking through your code just now to see which graph algorithm you were using. Um, so, so actually, this, uh, this version that is recently in Compodoc it's um, well, actually, it's using graphics on the server, so it it renders uh, it uses the graphics DSL and renders um, the graph on the server like in Node, um, and then outputs an SVG, which which is then embedded in the Compodoc. But um, for the next version, I'm working on like um, a client rendered graph. So NGD would only output a JSON um, like representation and then send to the browser and um, use any like JavaScript uh, UI graph um, library to render on the on, on the client, um, which would would be more flexible, you know. So you can use your own probably if you want. Like here in um, in the DOM tree view of each component, we use uh, this GS is a good yeah. uh, library for displaying uh, its uh, SV, um, dynamic SVG, or maybe will maybe switch to this uh, view with uh, the JSON uh, give us uh, give uh, uh, NGD. Sweet. So, um, what about? Uh the story for deploying this thing. So if we want to generate our documentation and put it on a server in our internal network or externally, that sort of thing, what's the story around that? It, it depends of the, on, of the architecture of the project, but um, sometimes there are guys who generate the doc with a, a CI tool and uh, they upload the documentation after on a server or render the docs with, uh, for example, github.io. There, there are maybe a different scenario. We only we, um, we supply 
HTML pages. So after you can do what you want with uh, and store and uh, embed uh, the docs where you want. Are Are you guys familiar with Istanbul? Like the test uh, coverage. Uh, what's it called? Istanbul. I don't know if um, the pronunciation is well. Like it's it's a it's um test like TDD coverage uh, report, which outputs similar uh, HTML uh, files, and then it's like folder. You take it and you deploy it on your server, like it's static folder. Okay, so it's generating just static files for us, and then we just can host it wherever we want to mm -hmm. deal with that sort of thing. Yeah. Cool. Looks really awesome, guys. So so cool that you can get so much value out of it with, you know, just just out of the box, literally. And uh, it's, this is thanks to TypeScript, actually. <laughs> yes, I said before, TypeScript is doing the main part of the job. After we are doing extra stuff to put it in a clear view and uh, doing uh, generated pages, but uh, the, all the information comes from TypeScript, so it's. Uh, it's a, they, they are doing a good job for, on that on that side. Good job, Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that certainly empowered it. But you know, everybody who worked on this thing sure put in a lot of time because that's massive. I mean, some of us have built our own documentation solutions and stuff, and it's a lot of work to cover all of that content and all surface all of that stuff and all those scenarios. And and this thing, CompoDoc, has so many that it covers out of the box. It's it's pretty amazing. The, the, the goal uh, when when I started the project was to um, to not replace but having a, an easy tool to use. And uh, before and with the uh, Angular JS project, we used uh, the Digini uh, Digini generator um, created by uh, the Angular team, which doing a, a very good stuff and uh, it's very powerful, but maybe sometimes difficult to to start. And uh, I just want to have uh, one command line to start and uh, waiting uh, 10 seconds and having my docs. Yeah, you know, I mean, I can't really see any reason why somebody shouldn't just pull this down. And, and even if they don't write any documentation additionally in their system, just add this yeah. to your build process and, and spit this thing out somewhere so that you can see it for your projects. I mean, it seems like it's just a big benefit even if you don't take on any additional code writing or, or documentation writing. But you you know in uh, IT sorry Wesson uh, in IT projects the 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 two first tasks were delayed when the project uh, is a bit late is uh, testing and documentation so maybe if you have a tool like that you can uh, have this information that maybe if the project is a bit late you have your docs it's, uh, for me it's only also important uh, as a Having uh, also new feature, uh, etc., for for the team. Yes, yes. You know, it, it's too bad uh, Brocky's not on the show today. We could give him an item to do to include this thing in the CLI by default. That'd be cool. It's it's funny you're you're talking about this because when I started working on NGD like in 2015, I've already opened a PR into the CLI. And it got like um, not rejected, but turned off <laughs> because it was not uh, the priority <laughs> at that time. But yeah, uh, we'll be glad to like um, work with Hans and Brock, yes. uh, Mike, to not probably get this into the CLI or at least like uh, give them some inspiration to yeah. uh, have something similar. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It could be a good home. Yeah, like uh, like Minko, uh, Minko tool, uh, Codalizer uh, is doing uh, the same stuff and uh, a very good stuff for us during uh, coding. It's, uh, By the way, we we could like imagine getting Codalizer results into Compodoc, probably. I don't know. I'm just thinking loud. <laughs> maybe, yeah, you know, maybe. The whole TypeScript thing really opens the door to do a lot of this stuff easier, right? And surface a lot of stuff. So it definitely is a big key there. It's awesome. It'd be interesting to have like all the information about your project, like your test coverage, your documentation, your 
readme docs, uh, your, you know, linting violations or code lint percentages. It'd be awesome to have that in like one package and you could just run this one command and there it is. That's dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well definitely future's bright here and this is definitely one tool that uh, is a big addition to that. So very cool. Compo doc. What's, what's the site again? Sorry? What, uh, right. Just just look on GitHub for CompoDoc or yeah, it's github.com slash compodoc. Cool. Yes. All right. Well, top of the hour. Time to wrap up. Let's uh, get some picks and then we'll head out of here. Uh, Alyssa, you have some picks for us today? Uh, just one. It's ngdoc.io. I've been working on it with Joe Eames, and we still have some more features that we're trying to roll out. Um, but really, it's the unofficial place to list out anything Angular. So all resources go there, and we're hoping the more people add to it, the more it's useful to people. So check it out, ngdoc.io. And we're going to have a future show with talking about that. So I don't know what day yet. We're still trying to figure that out, but we'll have a show talking about that as well. Cool, cool. Awesome. Uh, we were, since we talked about so much about TypeScript, I figured I would just give my, uh, I wrote an article this weekend talking about uh, TypeScript. So uh, I actually wasn't a big fan of TypeScript at first, and I published the article about like a year ago, um, you know, kind of talking about why I wasn't, you know, a big fan of it. And, you know, I've been using it for the past year, and I basically published an article kind of touching on all the note, all the points that I had and, you know, the progression that I had. So uh, if you're on the fence about TypeScript, that's, uh, I would recommend that read. <laughs> Sweet. Vincent, uh, you have something you want to share? Uh, yes, it's a, a tool I have started for my, my view about um, all the web conferences available um, worldwide. And so tool, uh, I will share the links with, on Twitter after which uh, can see um, all the conference, conferences about uh, Angular, JavaScript, TypeScript, etc. with um, 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 an agenda view and also a map view, etc. And you can see uh, for now uh, there how many uh, conferences there are in uh, October uh, worldwide. You can see uh, it. And it's a tool I will share uh, more uh, after because uh, it's uh, very uh, easy to find information and uh, see uh, very quickly uh, all the um, conferences uh, available um, worldwide. That, that's great. I need that. So awesome. <laughs> Go ahead, check that share, out. I will share after. Perfect. And Wasim? Uh, yeah, actually, I have two picks uh, today. It's all about hardware. So the first one is this beauty here. It's called the Matrix One. It's like it has tons of uh, sensors, like to have LEDs, microphones, uh, Zigbee, Z-Wave, NFC, anything you need if you want to start playing with IoT devices. So check it out, Matrix. That one, uh, their website. Uh, the second device is this Bluetooth spe uh, speaker. Like it's like it has radio alarm. Uh, nice design but the thing i like about it it's it has a screen actually with pixels you know like 11 by 11 pixels and you can draw anything you want for instance i can draw this stuff you see <laughs> or i can yeah do you recognize this logo this is the google cloud platform yeah it's also like animated <laughs> so awesome. you can play with it um you could receive notifications so if like Twitter notifications or calls. Yeah, it's oh, I love this idea. Good. It's called the Divome Time Box. Um, so you can buy it on Amazon. Um, they're probably 60 bucks, I guess, uh, if, I, if I remember. So yeah, Divome. That is, that's really cool. Thank you. I think yep. we're all get one. Uh, for, <laughs> for me, I just have a little last, last pick is uh, to wish uh, we have a, we have a, we are a little, in advance, but I wish you a good uh, birthday to Wasim uh, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so my birthday. Happy birthday. All right, early happy birthday. Yeah. Thank good you, guys. <laughs> All right, well, um, that wraps it up for our show today. 
Thank you our, to our guest, Vincent Wasi, for joining us. Really appreciate you coming on and Thank you. about Doc and talking documentation. Thank you very much. And thanks to our panelists, uh, Alyssa and Austin, as usual. And we will catch <laughs> everybody next week. All right, have a good one. Yeah. Bye. See you. Bye. Ciao. Ciao. Oh.